65% battery. Here we go. 10, 9, 8, 7, oh, 6, mm. 5, 4, 3, two, 1. Wait, 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 wait. Did you fuck it up? No, no, I ain't fuck up. I got to set oh. a vibe for this bitch. You know what I'm saying? I got to Oh, no, not a vibe. Oh, it's got to be a vibe. This is Grab City, motherfucker. This is a, it's got to be a fucking vibe. You know the name. Count. You already know when Mike's on. I strike, then grip like Python. Feel great, accelerate. I'm top speed. Big pop, then me. I'm top three. Dumb it down. When I'm spending like a hundred rounds. Dog, I'm about to book a tour for a hundred towns. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. That's a friend of the show right there. That's Madison J. He was on the very first podcast project that me and this man, Josh Wheeler, have ever That's done. That's right. He was. He was. I mean, I Hold on. Oh, sorry. <clears throat> Let me clear my throat because this is going to be one of those raw type things. This is your motherfucking host, Blacklist Uno. This is Grab City. I am the motherfucking mayor of this bitch. I hold it down. I am the dude that's going to catch all the heat for the things I say. Maybe because my co-host, wait, wait, wait. let me, just, let me set this thing off. Let me open this Hennessy. Let's christen this motherfucker just right, Josh Wheeler. I don't even have a shot glass. I do have a glass out, though. It's the motherfucking Uno glass, the hierarchy edition made by uh, the scandalous man himself. But for this occasion, I'm taking this straight out the bottle. You want to listen? Really? Mm. I didn't hear anything. Oh, that shit. Oh, I heard that. Now, now, excuse me. Now, hold on, hold on. Now, yeah, let me do it like that. Now, gonna hit this petrol this gas right here christen this like the motherfucking boat you know how they take those boats and they motherfucking they take those boats and they take the bottle of fucking cheap ass fucking shampizzle and bust it <laughs> on the side of that bitch this is what we about to do right here first we're gonna take we're gonna take a hit from the fucking ceremonial uh grab city bong named frank white That's a sound bite right there, Josh. That that was that was good. Make sure you you save that in editing. You're gonna edit this. The fuck you talking <laughs> about? <laughs> you hear that? <laughs> Please note that is not a COVID cough. That is not no. a COVID cough. <laughs> That's a chronic cough. <clears throat> Grab city. You know how we do. Survive. Now the ceremonial. We about to talk and do, get this thing right. Shouts out to everybody that's listening and putting up with this bullshit right here. Shouts out, shouts out. Before I introduce the co-host of this thing. They already heard me talking. They still need to know your name. So check this. Nah. Co-host of this motherfucking thing. He is Josh Wheeler. He is the saltiest man in professional wrestling. Y'all think Taz is ill? This motherfucker actually, if COVID, if the hatred for wrestling was a COVID, Josh would have had it. He would be patient fucking zero. This is the grouchy smurf, the grumpy smurf, the Oscar the grouch with prison bars on his fucking 
top of his motherfucking trash can. He is the motherfucking J. Jonah Jameson. I hate you, Spider-Man in this bitch. He is motherfucking none other than the most hated, but somehow respected Joshua. <laughs> respected my Wheeler. ass. You respect ass. I have to add, since since depression is now a gimmick in pro wrestling, can I be the bipolar bad boy? What does that mean? I'm bipolar bad boy. Like, what else does it mean? Maybe I'll be the hypomanic heartthrob. That's not as good as Sad Daddy Cool. Oh, God. Is somebody really doing Sad Daddy Cool? I saw it on Twitter. Let's keep it a buck. Man. Oh, jeez. Sad Daddy just, Cool? That is a good one. But yeah, you know, since depression is actually a gimmick now, I'll just go ahead and wear mine. Monetize that bitch. Everything Monetize is it. NFTs. NFT hey, that if I can digitize my depression and sell it for like a few thousand ethereals, I'm in. Make, make, yay. Monetize your fucking sadness, your eordness. Monetize that bitch. Turn it into an NFT. And like your sad boy poetry and stuff where you'd be like, Spitting fat Joe bars and nobody understands. I'll be like, <laughs> me and the kids be spitting your bars over fucking instrumentals. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, those things. Fucking monetize that shit, Josh Wheeler. Mona fucking ties it. What's Might good though with you? I don't know. I, I, well, that's like, you know, you called me up and you said, hey, uh, how do you feel like recording tonight? And I was like, well, I don't really feel like doing shit still, but, you know. I figured uh, it's been a while, so let's 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 do something. Uh, do we want to address the elephant in the room? What the fuck, Monique's in the room? Man, you can we, wait, wait, can we get, can we see? I didn't put a name to it. I didn't put a name to it. I did not put a fucking name. Yes, and it's, if it's gonna be like that, it's gonna be cheesy sound effects up in this bitch <laughs> until we modify it to make it a little bit more. But you know Shall what I we mean. Say like, hood. I didn't fat shame nobody. You said an elephant. How do you know I don't know an elephant named Monique? Get with the program. Follow us. Oh at yeah, Grab I, City. Guess, I guess I guess I insulted at Grab City underscore underscore TV. I'm gonna say this shit all night long. You put an underscore in your Twitter handle. Yes, just to piss you the fuck off. God. This is gonna be this is gonna be like a podcasting. It's gonna be like late night potting for wrestling. We're gonna talk some shit. Oh, I mean, so we are gonna talk wrestling. Let's address. I'll go ahead and address that. Yes, Atlanta Wrestling Entertainment is on hiatus because there is no money to be made in a fucking pandemic. Let's be one hundred people. I, I like how you're, you're being so wait, optimistic. Wait, 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 wait. Shut up. There is no money to be made. If you're running shows right now and you don't have a TV deal or some shit like that or one of the bigger ones, you're just clout chasing. Let's keep it a buck. You were just clout chasing. So all I'm saying is if there ain't no money to be made, I don't feel like coming out of pocket all the time. I mean, I will because you spend money to make money, but I am not coming out of pocket when there is only 10 diehards 20 diehards in a fucking building nah it's about money motherfuckers start treating this precious business please start treating this precious business like a fucking business it's about money cloud tokens don't spend 
I, like, I'm VC, I'm, and that's I'm, like VC in a fucking human simulation <laughs> for y'all. That is funny. I, I like the fact that you were so optimistic that we we're coming back because you know where I land on that page. But it's I uh, say I don't like it, but Josh, we we all know I'm crazy, and it always will hit us. I hate it. I you you hate it. I hate it. I mean, you you say what it is, but let's just be honest, man. You know. People see I, I, I will say this during during the last like four months when I was like really, really in my thing. And I'll be honest, loud making its debut on TV. This is all I'm going to say about it actually made me realize that I I don't know, like I didn't like our product at the time. I'll just go yeah. ahead and be 100 with it. I did be not 100 like we because at. that's what you got to do. But you know what? Like, like press- there's certain guys, in the roster that I absolutely love to work with. And I think they're, they're going to have great no, you, futures. You save that for the, you save that for that other stuff. You ain't coming. Oh, yeah, yeah. But, but, we, but in, in reality, listen, I didn't like the listen, If we pray to the wrestling gods, if we pray <laughs> to them, them. The wrestling gods. Would that be Brody? Would that be Brody and Owen? Cam- Shut up! Of the Camdens, you always try to get a joke in, and you know the rules. When the Lord's Prayer, when this wrestling, when this religious wrestling song is on, wait—is that? You just are you listen. playing Seventh Heaven? You just—you just listen. No, no, that's—that's that's another you show. Just, you can't play that here. Sh- it's a merging of multiverses right now. It is a merge. All this shit is now canon up in this motherfucker, Josh Wheeler. You better understand that this is the song that awakens the wrestling gods. You know what I'm saying? The you know way. he was a pedophile, right? Seventh heaven. Bing, 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 bing. He didn't sing the song. He did not sing the song. Reverend Camden, you're a dirty motherfucker, but hey, you're not going to sully the song for me. Since you just put that song, okay, Seventh Heaven came out like the early 2000s, right? Yeah. Late 90s, early 2000s. Back in the day, there was like discussion among, you know, my my friends, Jessica Bill or Jordana Brewster. Which, which side were you on? <sighs> hmm. See, good question, right? I'm gonna go Jessica Bill because I'm yeah, you almost said Jessica Bill. I was always Jordana Brewster. That woman is Jessica a beautiful Bill. woman. Jessica Bill. I went and she, saw the faculty because Jordana Brewster was in it. Yeah, that movie was dope, but that's for another podcast. In the <laughs> but anyway, we should, we should set that up. The women of movies that we women <laughs> that made us go watch movies. Because I've watched some fucking, you know what? Fuck it. Some we'll trash get to the, films. We'll get to the wrestling in a second. I've well, watched it, some it, movies. It's a great segue. Yeah, I've watched some movies just because some chicks were in it. And I, I, I'll be honest. I think we all have. Who is that one that would make you watch a movie? Who is that? Now or like in general? Okay, let's go. Let's break it down like this. Childhood. Who was that first? You're like your, your your childhood teen teen era, you know what I'm saying? When you first your 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 hormonal your hormonal furnace started cranking up, you know what I'm saying? When your little cold people in your in your body was like, "Yo, what's this cold doing?" It started making you right. <laughs> when it starts flaming up, you feel me? Damn, that's a great question because I gotta like really go back. Like Jordana Brewster's on the list. Um, oof. 
there wasn't really a I guess I guess early like Janet Jackson was on the list there for a little bit for me. What from good times? No, I'm not that old. Like she was in like uh, loving poetry and that shit, right? Re- remember that movie? Josh, how old were you when Good Times was out? When Good Times, I wasn't born yet. It said creepy laugh, but it wasn't creepy. Like I, I, I think creepy. I think Good Times was what like I was probably maybe two or three when Good Times was like so, rolling. So poetic justice. Yeah, that was that was definitely one that I remember. Like you know, I wanted to see because I, I I thought Janet Jackson was so hot. Because you got to remember, I grew up in like the '80s, so like Rhythm Nation and like that album. Like when that video came on MTV, like you watched. I bet you don't. I bet you can't think of why I hate Poetic Justice. Uh, I already know why you, and I'm not going to say his name. So you know, we'll say that for another day, another topic. He's banned from this show. He is banned. Yeah, he is never. Say his name, Josh. Say his name. I'm not saying his name. Just say it one time. Tupac Shakur. I mean, Sanai Lathan was definitely on my list in my like later days. For you listeners oh, that um, are just tuning in, who Josh, was the one that you always liked? Which one? B- Vanessa. What was her name? Vanessa Williams. Oh, she's my on the God. list. She's Miss America. On the list. Oh, Vanessa Williams. If I had some motherfucking Terry like, Hatcher, believe it or not, was on my list. Spandau Ballet right now to play for, for fucking Vanessa Williams. Oh my goodness. Or I'll never wanna dance again. Guilty feet have got man, let me drink some Hennessy for Vanessa Williams. <laughs> uh okay, go go with some of yours. Vanessa Williams and Molly Ringwall have my childhood. Okay, you 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 are just a tad older than me, so I could see that. Were you a big Christina uh, Applegate guy? Yeah, mm, not really. I mean, she was fine. Don't get me wrong. She was better as Veronica Corningstone than she was as Kelly Bunch. I, I think she's aged better. Yes. Uh, were you a Tiffany Amber Thiessen guy? Eh, she had or, a or big any, head. Any of the nine hundred two one zero girls? See, ask me, ask me those questions. See, I like the sleepers on like nine hundred two one zero. Jenny Garth. Was, no, you know who is bad on nine hundred two one zero? The the old lady. Uh, the ch- the chick with the glasses. Yeah, what's her name? She's like she the head of SAG had, now. She had a fat. Nah. Oh, I can't remember her name. Jesus Christ. Oh, sorry, Gabby I don't mean to something. shame Jesus. Gabby something. <laughs> Man, oh, we're, yeah, God. this is Grab I'm, City. I'm looking up. This is the Grab City podcast. We in the city, but we talking stuff. We talking wrestling. We talking other things. We ain't got to the wrestling yet. Follow us on Twitter at Grab City underscore. But, but we, I, I'm glad this this topic became some. Oh, were were you a big Lori Laughlin fan from uh from who the um, fuck is that? The the girl from uh Jesse Stamos' wife on a uh, full oh, house. Oh no, everybody or, on that or, show or was Cameron Buer. <laughs> who? Cameron Bure, or what's her, uh, Cameron, my, uh, what's her face? Candace Cameron, that's it. What about Joe from Facts of Life? No, I never got into Joe. I did, I did like the other girl from that show <laughs> just, a little bit. <laughs> you liked Blair or Tootie? Tootie, I thought Tootie was cute. <laughs> How old were you? Because you can't do it. Nine? Ten? <gasps> oh, you're good, my bad. My, wait. I was young, bro. I was young. Josh Wheeler, Josh Wheeler, Josh Wheeler. I did not know this. Meghan Markle was on the 90210 reboot. 
is that the lady that the queen don't like because she's black and they did because you hear her, the- her 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 child yeah oh my god we need to do a pop culture podcast oh her name was gabrielle carteris she played andrea zuckerman on 90210 and she's the president us, of sag hit us up at grab city underscore tv if you think that me and josh wheeler should do a podcast other than wrestling so we could address i think we should do all kinds podcasts. of podcasts i think we should just be podcast people so okay so um wrestling we got to talk about wrestling right since this is grab city lower low hit me with the note here's how this is going to work people josh has we have talked about things josh has compiled the topics that we're going to talk about and i am going to elaborate how I feel. Hopefully Josh disagrees with me and we start arguing and you can hear me call him all types of dumb motherfuckers and things of that nature. So now that we're, since we're talking about girls on cinema, let's go ahead and, and talk about, let's address what happened on Twitter. For those of you that do not know, a YouTube channel called Girl on Cinema. She's a young girl out of Kansas City, uh, St. Louis. <clears throat> in the Midwest. She's in the Midwest. Uh, she talks wrestling and she talks movies. And apparently uh, this week, Tony Khan personally filed copyright claims against a lot of her videos. What did I tell you when I, when I sent you that I said, damn, Tony Khan, you fucked up by going and actually acknowledging the fact that you fucking took that handle criticism and you can't, you took that girl's money. You straight up strong. Part of me admires you. And hopefully we can get girl on cinema on because I'd say this to her face. Part of me admires you, Tony Khan, because you strong arm rob somebody. Because <laughs> I think that wrestling should be on some gangster shit, and we'll get into that yeah. more. Let me tell you, that man's so gangster. I'm just saying, he fucking big red her. He grabbed her. He said, hey, Vanilla Ice, or hey, you singer. He dangled her out the window. He manually <laughs> went in. He took time out of his billionaire fucking life. Time out of his life to look at each and every. He took time out of his life to give her a view on four to five videos. And then he took the time to make a manual, a manual claim, copyright claim against her. And took her ad revenue and then tweeted at her. That's what I'm saying. That's strong arm robbery. That's snatching your chain and then running up on your block and be like, oh, nigga, what's up? How you living? This oh, for real? Did, barely did I take had, your chain? Like, did I take I your mean, chain? Murder. It's, or Sorry, Blacklist Uno, Supreme Leader. She barely yeah. had like two, 3,000 views on some of these videos. I know. And I think most of them were, were modding your views because we think she's hilarious. I, I I like her. and I'm. It's a shame that she walked through the fucking... Where is he from? He's from Jacksonville. Is that where he lives? Well, he he's from Chicago, but he he owns oh, the Jags. That explains everything. Tony Khan's from Chicago. That motherfucker might be GD, Peace Stone Ranger. He might be no, Ice no, no, Lord. No, 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 no. He might no, be he's, some of that. He's he, from he's he, from the Cubs side of Chicago, bro. It, don't, not, it not, doesn't not, matter. Gangster shit infects each and every yo, nook and cranny of trust America. Trust me, Tony Khan doesn't know who Chief Keith is. He's not. He's not from Chicago. He's not from Chirac. You don't know who he knows. He's rich. He he he's from like what was that like suburb Lex Luger was from? He's from Caprini Green. <laughs> remember, remember when they always would say Lex Luger's from like the suburbs of Chicago? Yo, I bet Tony Khan 
they was like when he rolled up on the block because you know he was that dude that every all the niggas came to his house because he was rich and they hung out with him and he had like mad hot pockets and shit so they was like <laughs> no and, and they gave it they gave him a rap name instead of like spelling his name t uh k h a n it was like tony dash con like con man and he thought he was all down and shit and that's how he became like really like a fanboy of everything because people put him on to that kind of lifestyle and i dare you to fucking come see tony Khan. here's the thing about this podcast i will talk shit you would have to buy this podcast to shut it down because ain't no video dog you have yeah. to pay somebody to come and see me and then if you like fucking came in and punch my fucking 75 inch television i'd be on some john wick shit well what if he like called you up and said hey brother 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 i want you to drive to jacksonville tonight and i want you to like work dark for me for like 150 bucks i'm like and for you to stop podcasting i'm like motherfucker i am old ain't shit dark's gonna do for me playboy i'm 47 years old what the fuck dark gonna do for me not a goddamn thing so now, how much you talking about buying this podcast for, though, Playboy? Talk about it. I, I will say this. Uh, this is my like somewhat take on this. Uh, not surprised at all that Tony <clears throat> Khan was pulling videos manually. Like that, he's a petty billionaire. He is the exact definition of a petty billionaire because he's done this in football and in soccer. Like this is no nothing new for this this kid. I like yes, how you he's a kid. He's like thirty six. I, 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 I like how you differentiated the football and soccer well i mean he owns a soccer team and he owns the jags i know but yeah you i remember, have no respect for the guy so you, you remember when he let leonard fournette go and leonard fournette just won a super bowl ring and now now was when the jags are like oh we're really in on running backs this soft season yeah, he is, the, he is the worst GM owner. Whatever the whatever his actual title is, he's really bad at it in all of his jobs. But I'm more shocked that wrestling fans have actually sided with him on this because let's just be honest: if if me <clears> and you <throat> did something similar with AWE videos, people would have had a cow. Oh, we would have been all types of punk motherfuckers. Oh, you ain't trying to get no exposure. Oh, you scared because people talking shit about you. Blah, 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 blah. You know how like, Twitter is. I am absolutely Excuse shocked. Me. You know that how, so you know how Twitter is. Leaders. That burp, every burp I do should be bonus content because it's the Hennessy. <laughs> is it the Hennessy? Because the, the whiskey's getting me. See, did we drink on these motherfuckers? Had, had I known you were playing Seventh Heaven, I would have had a bottle of gin ready. I'll play that bitch again. Nah, I'm just playing. Oh, but um, yeah, I'm I'm very shocked, and I I, I kind of want your your thoughts on that. Like, were you shocked that wrestling fans were so pro Tony in this regards? Nah, because you got to look at it, bro. They are marks. Nah, they love AEW, dude. Marks. They love that shit. It's Why awful, do they dude. Love it? We'll, we'll get into that in a little bit. But I will say this. I think what it really boils down to is, like, perfect example. If if Tony Khan was pulling videos from, uh, what is it, Cultaholic? Is that the one you like? I like or what culture? You like what culture? Yeah, I fuck with them, too. Okay, if Tony Khan was pulling videos and ad revenue from what culture? Like Simon. It's Simon, right? That's his name? Nah, that dude ain't on there no more. Oh, well, he was the one I always liked. 
But imagine Tony Khan pulling those clips down and taking their ad revenue. People would have been a little bit different. But because it was girl on cinema, that's where I feel like the incel misogyny culture of wrestling is starting to show their ass a little bit. Hey, man, here in Grab City, we don't use big words like that. You got to say some. You got to come up with some slang for that. Okay, a bunch of Presbyterial shit, not Presbyterian, Presbyterial. A bunch of small dick boys don't like that girls are getting any kind of clout in the wrestling business. There. Does that work for you? You should cut a promo on it. I don't really need to cut a promo, but... Here's your promo beat. Uh, I just cut my promo. I don't need to sing the nope. others. Here's your... There you go. <laughs> I'm just stating the obvious. Go. I feel that a Yo. bunch of these, these wrestling fans do uh, not want women involved. At they all. don't want them involved. Go ahead, Josh. <laughs> Spit them bars. I, I got no more bars. That's my take. Come on. Come on. Talk about it. I'm going to ad-lib everything you say. Yeah. What? Better than Max Caster up in this bitch. Check it. Okay. Max, you a bitch. Perfect example. You a snitch. You got what a fucking fade. Tony Khan, you a witch. What is it doing Tony Khan and, 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 and Dixie Carter? Tony Khan. Oh, Dixie Carter got some titties. She's kind of pretty. Tony Khan, eh. you're booking this shitty. <laughs> Come on, let's, let's. This how we gonna do this. I can't rhyme, but I'm feeling this Hennessy. I I don't really have any bars. Like, but that that is no. My you thing. just like, throw I it do, out there, and I'll just say something. I'll but respond, I do feel that that, that, I'll that is part like of the problem. A poet. There is a major misogyny problem in the wrestling industry. Hey, like period. Niggas, you got to get fisted or something. Go ask another nigga about butt cake. Eric Andre is fake. So, oh, speaking of fake, hold up. Oh God. Speaking of fake. Oh God. What about Soldier Boy calling wrestling fake? That was like last Randy week. Orton, are we going to call that? And Randy Orton getting mad. It's hip hop. This is Grab City. You can follow us on Twitter at Grab City underscore TV. So we are obliged to talk about it. I mean, my my take will always be the same in that one. Say it. I just find it ironic that wrestlers, wrestlers are the first ones to say, we're a performance art, we're artists, we're we're all about the art, and wrestling's for everyone, but you call wrestling fake, and they're the first ones to get mad about it. When did Vince, go, look, I want you to fact check this. When 1989, here, Vince McMahon came out and said wrestling was not an actual sporting thing. He 1989. Said he said what? He said wrestling's not a sport, it's entertainment, it's theater. They get claps in theater. Take a bow, you performing arts motherfuckers. But I mean, a few years ago, remember when Jordan Grace came out and was like, I'm a performance artist. My real name hey, is like... Hey, I- hey, hey, there'll be no Jordan Grace slander here on this show. She's a friend of mine and a friend of the show. Ooh, this man. I didn't, I didn't slander her, but she came out and was like all about the performance art, and she's a performer, and she's not a wrestler, and she play fights in her spandex, and people cat for her, but then if Soldier Boy or the guy from Kings of Leon or any other like not wrestling person says wrestling's fake, all these wrestlers are like, oh, I'll show you not fake. Randy Orton, you're fake, bro. See, here's the thing. Here's the thing. That's not to say they're not sacrifices. These wrestling niggas live in a bubble. Oh, I mean, God we God. all live in a bubble. We do. We in this business together, right? We all in this business. I see it. I hate it. But we all live in the bubble. And just like 
Tony Khan hit that fucking hood shit on GOC. There was no hood shit. That was petty billionaire shit. In wrestling, that's the equivalent of hood shit. She got robbed, bro. Like, how many times do we post a video on freaking YouTube and, like, Universal Music hits us up and be like, hey, you can't use that. Robbery. Bullshit. Petty billionaires. But this is within the wrestling business, you know what I'm saying? This is, you know what I'm saying? This is is that wrestling. This is how it's supposed to be. Uh, we supposed to be grimy uh, wrestling. This is how it's supposed to be. You're supposed to be strong armor people. You're supposed to be fucking talking shit and you're supposed to be in there because like if people keep talking Man, like Soldier like, Boy like, would beat the fuck like, out of Randy Orton. I mean I agree. But see Soldier Boy wouldn't touch Randy Orton. No, well, that's true. That's true. But He would have goons that would be like, yo, let me beat that WWE nigga ass for you, big Draco. I mean, that gets you clout. And then real, real, real talk. If if this was 1987, and, and we'll we'll just use uh Kumo D as a reference point. If Kumo D told Arn Anderson wrestling was fake, what do you think would happen? Kumo D would have got his ass beat. In a discussion. Kumo D, because Kumo D ain't, I mean, let's just be real, bro. If the boys from Criss Cross would have called Vader fake, what would have happened? Them niggas would have been dead. So you need somebody that that goes on some shit like, you calling out people that ain't even supposed to be like in this motherfucker. You know what I mean? You're talking crazy with the people you just putting out there. You need a nigga to, to come at a wrestler from the old period that you're talking about. You need niggas with beats like this. You know what I'm saying? That creep up on you shit. Like, you know, I can see it right now. Let me paint a picture for you. Let me paint a picture for you. So you said, what well, you 80s, right? 89? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Greensboro Coliseum. Arn Anderson. You just went on national TV and talked some shit, nigga. This is some grimy shit. Yo, let's pull up. Let's jump into Durango. Let's just ride out. Let's pull up to the Greensboro Coliseum. Let's show these. And then all of a sudden, Arn Anderson going to be in the background talking about, you know what I'm saying? Oh, Ric Flair, we went out last night. We was doing this, brother. Woo, we did this and we was drinking and shit. While security's going to be like, oh, my goodness. What kind of car? Who are these dudes? It's, look at the size of that chain. And then you're going to hear some dude going to be like, yo, son. Wait, wait. You're going to hear some dude be like, yo, B. Where that nigga double A at, son? Where is he at? They're going to be like, yo, he's in the dressing room. Can I tell him who's calling? Nah, nigga, you can't tell him who's calling. I ain't got no phone in my hand, B. Go get Art Anderson for talking all that slick shit. They're going to go get Arn Anderson. Arn Anderson ain't going to want none of that smoke. Ole Anderson's going to be like, oh, my goodness, let me go out here and handle those monkey blah, 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 blah. Jesus Christ. Why is Ole going to be racist? Oh, well, never mind. Never mind. Ole is racist. He's going to walk outside. Who the fuck is you, B? Oh, you're one of the Anderson. Bip, bop, bing. Jazz music on his face. Tell Arn Anderson, double A for horsemen to come outside. <laughs> Ric Flair gonna show up. Ric Flair, all due respect, nature boy, 
your bling or whatever, whatever the word was, your material, you fl- you dope. You fresh, Rick, nature boy. Woo, go get on Anderson. We don't want to beat your ass, Ric Flair. That's how it's going to be. So do you think that some 80s rappers had fear about 80s wrestlers? Fuck no. Niggas, they don't have fear. They don't have fear of them now. They don't have fear of them now. Look how they coming at them. And see, that's the thing. Wrestling fans aren't used to this type of shit. They're used to being able to talk shit and use some slick terminology and cape for some woman or cape for whoever they want to retweet them and be their friend. But they not ready for this. Just like I warned them when they tried to come at NBA Twitter. That was so classic. I tried to warn him about that. Follow me on Twitter if you want to see some shit like that at Black Lazuno. But I tried to warn these motherfuckers because wrestling needs this. Wrestling needs some disruptive force to come inside the bubble, pop that shit, and let all the fucking bullshit amniotic fluids of these nurtured pussy-ass babies to leak within well, on okay. them. Since you brought that up, I know it's on our, on our topic, but what do you think about Bow Wow wanting to be a wrestler? As someone that trained Scrappy and Stevie, what do you think about Bow Wow wanting to actually do this now? Wrestling is a major form of entertainment now. And notice is I it? said entertainment. Yeah. I it's disagree, the place. But... <clears throat> Pro wrestling is the Buffalo Bills of the entertainment business. Nah, it's, got... like, it's less than no, stuff, bro. You got, no, it's not. You got wrestling and dancing with the stars. If you still can go a little bit, you wrestle. If your knees is busted, you go to Dancing with the Stars. <laughs> okay. But if you was a name at one point, if you did something in another form of entertainment, come to wrestling. Because K-Fed, David Arquette, all those little motherfuckers have K-Fed was dope shit. in wrestling. See, you just pop for him. K-Fed, K-Fed have was no- dope. Hey, he, he, people say he, you said he was dope, but look, he played his role. He got over Oh no, I agree. Like no, I, I don't think K Fed could have been a wrestler per se, but K Fed was like a, a hill manager would have been dope as shit. But K Fed was a personality. When when K Fed threw that money in John Cena's face, that was awesome. Bow Wow and Leo rushed the same height. I think I think Bow Wow might be bigger than Leo, bro. Leo, uh, Bow Wow, you know what I'm saying? Go see the motherfucking test man. Come on. Keep it a buck. Keep it a hundred. Come on. Ray so Mysterio. You think Bow Wow Ray coming Mysterio, to wrestling is a good thing. Ray Mysterio wrestle. Marco Stunt wrestles. Exactly. Okay. We want to get into modern day wrestling or we want to just uh, keep just saying. Yeah, I, I noticed how you just you kind of backed off that when you figured that shit out. No, I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to disagree with you. Like, I, I don't. Like me personally, like I don't think Bow Wow's gonna move the needle because I don't think anything can move the needle now. I think wrestling's done. I think it's it's it's. But see, it, here's, it the here's the and thing. And that's the here's equivalent the of like Lincoln Park. Here's the thing. Bow Wow might be able to move a needle. We don't know. We should let we should let him try. Or because I heard he's training with Rikishi, let Rikishi take that nigga money. What's left? Now, of that, that's what's gonna happen. What's left of it? But hey, if nah, you Bow listen, Wow's got it, money, bro. If you listening to he's this, he's got a private plane. 
No, that was Cap. <laughs> See, Bow Wow's perfect for wrestling. He's been That's what I was about to say. <laughs> he is perfect. He sets the gimmick. He sets the pace. He sets a believable, he can paint a picture. You just had to be the dude that sit next to him and coach to fucking <laughs> look at him and say that it was Cap. He is the ultimate fucking capper, man. Soldier Boy, good for the business. Soldier Boy could come in and fucking sell anything. But see, and that, that's the thing too. And like, I, I know, like, why has wrestling failed to embrace hip hop when hip hop has embraced wrestling fully? And I, 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 and and I know they're using Bad Bunny now, but that's oh, not what I mean. Like, like okay, you okay, can okay, use okay, Bad okay. Bunny, but okay, Westside okay. Gun. Okay, go ahead. And I'm going to say this as nice as I can. Caucasians are scared of hip hop. They don't know how to talk to it. They still remember when Ronald Reagan said it was bad. They remember when Ronald Reagan said it was bad. So therefore, it's not good now. That's why Flowrider had a fucking 35-year WrestleMania run. Hey, don't forget Machine Gun Kelly was at like two WrestleManias. He was there. Run DMC. They wouldn't have been there if they didn't do Walk This Way. That is true. They were all over WrestleMania 5. But nah, you could have had a motherfucking Wu-Tang Clan at WrestleMania at one point. My style broke motherfucking backs like Kim Patera. Based off that bar alone. I mean, they, they, had, <clears throat> they had quite a few. Uh, I mean, Eminem's got a few wrestling uh, bars. Uh, fuck, Outkast has had some wrestling bars. Just, and I'll say it again. Anybody with some money in wrestling and you want to attract a black crowd, come holler at me and Josh Wheeler. Nah, holler at you. I'm done. Okay. For now. For yeah. now. That's Cap. But anyway. It's not you, Cap. Like, I have no interest cap. in wrestling right now, bro. That's Cap. The wrestling term for Cap now is going to be Hood. That's Hood. It's That's a mask. word, bro. That's mask. That's face paint. That's fucking gig. That's a gig. You got color on that one, buddy. I like how you're trying to put wrestling terms into this. Yeah, because wrestling needs slang. <laughs> you, you you mean the uh, the incels don't have slang? Well, I told you, find a new word for them. I there is no other word for incels. They are what they are. They're involuntary celibates. They're they're fucking celatrons or something. They're, like they're that. dudes that don't have sex. Okay, we'll like, call them we'll call them putties. They're a bunch of simps, bro. Twitter bitches, uh, fucking capers. Not even, they're not even just on Twitter. They're they're on Reddit. They're on Twitter. They're on YouTube. Yeah. They're everywhere. See, you follow them. You listen to too much shit, but you got to listen to it. I don't listen to we, anything. We wouldn't be able to roast at. them. We wouldn't be able to roast them right now. But yeah, you know, it's, yeah. wrestling needs slang. Wrestling, if wrestling had slang, if wrestling embraced hip hop instead of turning it away. They're too busy playing the new song from Disturbed. No, they're too busy singing that stupid Jericho song and thinking it's cool. No one's singing that Jericho song, bro. They're too busy thinking Max Caster is what hip-hop is. 
Dude, Max Caster's trash. Trash in a pig bucket. Like in ring and rapping, he is trash. Yet he has a job. I can understand if he had mad bars. Speaking of this, uh, while we're on this, I'll, I'll just go ahead and go to the, the topic you sent. Why are there no more promos in the business? Since we're talking about Max Caster, because people are like, dude, people on the internet love Max Caster. They think his raps are witty. See? Flow Rider. Dude, Max Caster got the same flow as John Cena in 2003. And John Cena's flow in 2003 was kind of sick. But it's but been it was done. 2003. That's what I'm saying. It's been done. So, the promo game. People fucking... Okay. You're a promo master. No, I'm not. You're pretty damn good. I cut a decent promo. A decent promo, my ass. You cut one of the best in the fucking industry right now. I cut a decent promo. I could test cut, it, but you know. Who cuts a better promo than you right now in the industry? Like Eddie, Eddie Kingston. That, not scripted. Eddie Kingston? I'll give you that. Eddie who Kingston. else? James Storm on a good day? James Storm. Uh uh. Eli Drake, LA, LA Knight. I don't know if he go if he if he scripts his or not, but I he did not at TNA, and I'll give you that he's damn good. Uh, there's not much left, bro. Uh, there's not much left. MVP. Okay, I, I don't think he's I, don't, I don't think MVPs are better than yours. You don't? No. MVP's promos are very, very cliche. Daniel Bryan, I think, cuts a better promo than you. Okay. That's just I do. He's good. Daniel Bryan's damn good. Which is funny, because if you think about it 10 years ago, like, Daniel Bryan can't talk, and it's like, now Daniel Bryan's probably the best talker you got. Paul Heyman. Paul Heyman cuts a better promo than you. Yeah. Cornette on his podcast. Cornette always has. Sometimes. Rick Flair and Jake uh, the Snakes are better promos than me. Jake the Snakes AEW promos have been trash, bro. Uh, leave him alone. Um, I think you're better than Miz, and I think Miz is a top twenty guy right now. But Miz is awesome. Okay, so you Miz you hyping, a damn good promo though. You hyping me up for promo skills, but I nah. We should get somebody on here, and I should, we should have a promo battle. Will they cut a promo about toothpaste? I don't know. Should we just do it on different topics? I mean, you played the promo game back in the day, right? Give me a topic. Let me see if I still got it. I mean, uh, like the, like an old school promo game, like Friday night, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, world title match, you versus Harley Race. Mm. Okay. I don't remember the date. Harley Race. Because I'm high. You want me to do it like I would do it? Do it like a Murder One promo. Harley uh, Race. They say I'm going to be in Philadelphia. But Harley Race, you ain't on my mind. I got weed on my mind. And I got going to the link to see the field that greatness is on. So greatness can stand on greatness. People say you're great. But I'm going to stand on you 
my dude, and I'm going to take your title. And when I take your title, the stipulation says if you lose to me, not only do I get your belt, but I get to bring in a black woman from the streets of Philadelphia, and she's going to run a hot comb through your nappy-ass hair because no longer will you appropriate my people's hairstyles, my people's walk, my people's swag. You ain't no king, Harley Race. You ain't no king. You a dirty... Let me see. Let me speaking a language that you would understand. Harley Race, you was a yellow-bellied, egg-sucking dog, and your robe is motherfucking raggedy. Two-finger salute. Hope you choke on it, you motherfucking bitch. So at first, I was like, this is not one of your best works, and then all of a sudden, you turn that motherfucker up a notch. Harley but that's Race. what I'm saying. You did not think of this one. You didn't sit in your car on the way to the drive and be like, oh, how do I talk about respecting Harley Race tonight? Oh, how do I put over all of his moves and all of his accolades and make sure I mention the National Guard Armory at least three times, bro? You just know we in Philadelphia. And I'm trying to go see the Eagles. I ain't worried about you, motherfucker. Speaking of promos, like the same topic. Did you see the Peyton Royce promo from Monday night's Raw Talk? I think I seen it on the YouTube, and it was trash. Okay, well, and this is this is what I would want to bring up to you as we're talking about promos. When did the bust my ass promo become a thing? When the wrestlers of today, sir, became entitled. Like the, the the one that I I remember Dolph Ziggler Dolph Ziggler cut the bust my ass promo more than anybody. I bust my ass. I steal more shows, and then I've I've seen it trickle down because we know some guys in the indies that that's the only promo they do. I bust my ass. I am on the road eight hours no, no, a day no. to get to the let city. Me, let me give you one of those promos. <clears throat> <clears throat> mm. So here we are. Only days away from what they are calling a battle on Twitter. Oh, Jesus. I know you, and you know me. You know that I'm a hard-hitting son of a gun, and I know that you are a fast-chain wrestling technical menace. But here on Friday night... In the National Guard Armory on IWTV, we're going to throw all that out the window because (laughs) this, my friend, is going to be a shoot. This, my friend, is about Twitter love. This, my friend, is about a hashtag. It's about hashtag me beating your ass and after I beat your ass I'm going to snatch your soul and put it back in your body just so I can shake your hand and tell you good job pal sorry bro you 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 ruined it with that last part you you stopped with your cadence of every two words you pause sorry I started feeling yeah I know you 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 actually were starting to get good and, and making it realistic oh uh, See, that's, that's my problem. Right. It's it, it's anybody that can actually talk's problem. But Here yeah, we go. So, so Saturday who do you think night. Is to blame for the promo. Saturday night in Evansville, Indiana. It's going to be a fight for your life. It'll be it's a fight. It's going to be a battle. 
The crowd is going to see it. They're going to stand on their feet and they're going to ask themselves, are they really fighting each other? And I'm going to look back and I'm going to say no, because wrestling is a performance art. And then I'm going to do a handstand and then I'm going to look my opponent dead in the eye and I'm going to call the spot out loud. And we're going to do 15 things and he's going to reverse 19 finishers. Oh God. And then I'm going to hit him with a backslide and he's going to kick out at 2.14. You did forget one part of the promo. You never introduced yourself. Hey, my name is Hayes McElroy. You may not know me. You may not know me, (laughs) but after Friday night (laughs) in Senegal, West Virginia, you're going to know exactly who I am because when I pull up to the building, what you're going to see is a hard-hitting person who has worked so hard and traveled 13 days by foot uphill both ways <laughs> to make it here to show you people of Tuscaloosa Falls that I and your new favorite wrestler. That was Evansville, Indiana. Evansville, Indiana. You will see that I am a striker like no other, and I am no joke. Oh, God. Wrestling sucks, dude. Oh, Jesus Christ. I like doing those promos. You know what, though? Like, people are probably listening to this, like, all, all eight listeners we might have, and they're like, what are they doing? These are actual things that we got emailed on the regular. This is therapy for me right now. Oh, God. Uh, you want to go to the next topic? Or no, no, no. Before we go to the next topic, you, I want to know from your standpoint, why can't kids cut promos anymore? Like, why is this like not something they do? No creativity. No self-knowledge. No character. Give me a well, one more, one more. This is this will be it. One more. In each promo, we might do a master class on the promo. Give me a character of who I am, and then I'll cut a promo. You're a crazy Cajun. Crazy Cajun. I don't know All why right. I thought that. My Cajun might be fucking off, but I, I just remember Lash Larue. <laughs> uh, all right. What do Cajun? How do Cajuns talk? Okay, I don't know. Okay. Cajuns are like the bayou. Oh my goodness! Why can't I be from just Louisiana? Just be from Louisiana, then. I don't care. Be Terry Bradshaw for Christ's sake. Whoa, they let me tell you something. <laughs> I didn't crawled up out the bayou, son. I bit off an alligator head just to get here. Evansville, Indiana. <laughs> the Louisiana Amish killer. <laughs> you remember the league? It's coming all the way from the swamp, baby. The swamps. I'm oh, going to ride up on an alligator with some Mardi Gras beads for the ladies. And when I get there, I'm bringing Mardi Gras with me. And I put that on my mama. 
<laughs> anyway, you remember the league when fucking Andre does the crawl dead man? Gotta I keep am. him separated. <laughs> the crawl dead man. Gotta that's keep him separated. Okay, that's my new name. That's my new gimmick. <laughs> the I crawl am. dead man. I am the crawl dead man. In Ring of Honor Wrestling, you ain't never seen nothing like me before. If you're trying to get spicy, you found the right one. Put a little bit of sausage in there. <laughs> some sausage, some jambalaya. Put a little okra. Some put a little rice, man. put a little spice. But you know what it's missing? You know what you're missing, Ring of Honor? You got all that, but you're missing a little bit of the crawl dad man. You got to keep them separated. You got to keep them separated. <laughs> Oh, if you never watched the league on Hulu, please do yourself a favor. There'll be many references to the league on this podcast going forward. Yep. So what's up? What, what we got next? Uh, so we, uh, you sent me this. I don't. Do we want to review the AEW NXT shows last night? I didn't watch them. I ain't watch them, so I can't honestly give you my opinion. Do we want to talk about the pay per view and the uh, the the fizzled out ring? I saw a clip of it. <laughs> I can honestly comment on that. Eddie Kingston, you my homeboy, you my nigga, and I want to thank you for saving John Moxley from. In one corner, we had fucking LeBron James doing his pre match, his pre basketball game ritual with the powder, and then on the other side, we had baby powder from How High. And at the same time, they all threw powder in the sky and went poof. And you saved him from that. It, it was the equivalent of like it was I depressing. That, it was depressing. That that is Tony Khan sliding into someone's DMs and talking mad game about how he's gonna stroke it. He's gonna just put the business inside her, and then he comes in three seconds. He's never been touched by his dick before. He's never been touched by his dick. Uh, you know, like his dick has never been touched before. Sorry, I was about to say his dick sentient and it touched him. <laughs> that too fuck is wrong with you what's next man uh you sent me this and 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 this is a very interesting topic and that's why i want to bring it up and then and this will probably end up being our last topic of the evening you said who are the top three females and males for 2021 like the next up next up yes next up females Mm. Now, now, now! Before we get into this, okay, are we talking just in the indie level? Are we talking WWE, NXT? Are we talking AEW? Like, what is your criteria for this? No, nah, they can't be signed to Impact. So nobody can be signed yet. WWE or AEW. We're gonna treat this like, like it's the fucking. So this fucking, is like the minor leagues, the prospects. This is like the fucking BET Cypher. This is the freshmen okay. right here. These are, you know, they might be old as fuck, but these are the freshmen. These are the ones that are next up. These are the ones I feel that with the proper or they with the trajectory that I see them on, they are going to be the next ones to get some sort of deal. Okay, so so let's do this. You do one guy and I'll do one guy, you do one girl, I'll do one and we'll do that, you know, as we we get it. I'm going to be real honest. This is very hard for me because I'm not keeping up with the current product right now like I used to. So, you go first, please. First guy. First guy. Let's see. First guy that's up. 
is going to be. Do we include Ring of Honor into this? As that, that, that... Uh, maybe like some of the, the the prospects from Ring of Honor, but not like you can't say Roosh, okay? Hey, what about MLW? You can use anybody from MLW except for like Jacob Fatu, Hammerstone. Those guys are established now. All right, so next up, we'll just go indie then. We'll just go indie. It's like unsigned hype because MLW yeah. offers deals too. So we'll go unsigned hype. Next up, we're gonna go. Uh, I think with. I'm thumbing through the, you know what I'm saying? Like, That's- 2020 is such a weird year because there's not been a lot of wrestling this past year. Um, Joe Black, I'm going to throw him out there because Just- he's the he's the one in this downtime. He's rehabbing. He's getting right. And I know this from personal knowledge. Okay. Because he is part of my squad, two finger salute. But Joe Black is one of the people that I think is next up. Okay. Do you I want to elaborate that, more on it? You- I, I honestly think that Joe, because oh, Joe Black is motherfucking like 210 pounds of solid muscle right now. He rehabbed everything. He's rested and he's fucking, he's TV ready, bro. He's he's like fucking, you remember Onyx? Yeah, of course we're he's, he's that. And I think the best, the, the fit of the place would be probably AEW. Okay. Because I think, I think that somebody I'm not going to name drop and I'm not going to say person's name, but I think this person would put him on. And I think that once the fucking shit goes back to where this man can go, he's going to start hitting some spots that we never seen him in. And he is going to fucking take it to the next level. Next up, Joe Black. Okay, so you got Joe Black. Um, whew, like I said, it's it was a it was a weird year. I definitely not followed indie wrestling like I used to, uh, but I I and I hate to use somebody that we use in AWE so much, but um, I have to go with fucking Griff McCoy. Goddamn, you took my number two, dude. Like like Griff McCoy, I think Griff McCoy is the complete package. Like like we saw him cut promos for Loud. We saw him have uniquely different matches at AWE. And I think he embraced the idea of TV wrestling. And I mean, the whole group is amazing, but I think Griff really of anybody that like we used in 2019 and 2020, I felt like Griff was definitely like, like he's the next guy. Like he gets it. So yeah, that was my, that was my second one. So you got to give me your second one now. Okay. So my (laughs) second one for guys, <sighs> this is fucking hard, man. Because, like I said, it's just um, fuck. I gotta go with TGA, man. Alex uh, Alexander Moss. Uh, getting to work with him, the two shows we did. I, I but- saw a young kid that was like, he's hungry. He listens. He's open to ideas that you don't see a lot of young guys that are open to, and he didn't he didn't get heartbroken by criticism. All right, my third dude. Next up, and this is this is this was gonna blow your mind, maybe. Okay, but I think it's James Drake. 
He's just he, got to fucking. He's just got to motherfucking get. He got to get the leg looked at and get right. I think because I think the problem. Somebody told me. Not if it's, if I'm wrong. Allegedly, if I'm wrong, but you know, I'll take that. But it's the. It's, I think it's his leg or something like that. I think he gets that shit cleaned up. I think he's good. Uh, I mean, you you know how I feel about feel about Drake. So I I definitely agree with you. Um, I James think Drake, me, James Drake, James Drake is that fire. I'm not even pushing James Drake. No, like I mean, I think I think for a guy that like he can talk, he can go. Like he definitely. I mean, you know how I felt about him like five six years ago, and now how he he won me over eventually. Uh, another guy that like I've always liked, and again I haven't seen much from him in 2020. Uh, and I think he's slowly starting to get back out there now. Uh, fuck, I gotta go with Montana Black. Like I again, I try not to use AWE guys, but I just felt like when you look at a guy who's like the whole like all he's missing really is talking. The dude has the size. He's got speed for his size. His intensity is there. I, I think he's slowly starting to understand his gimmick and like who he is in the ring. I think Montana Black could be like it's so weird to say he's a hoss because he's just like built like Doctor Death, really, and like in, in hindsight. But you know that's now considered a super heavyweight. Mm-hmm. But I do think Montana Black is is by far my third choice. And if I had a fourth pick, I'd say Jordan Oliver. Okay, he's in Sunday MLW, but I'll, I'll give you that one. Not because he, you know, he took the, the he took the motherfucking the, the 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 pandemic break. He put on some size. I'll give yeah, you that. He, he fucking he did what he, he did what motherfucker said he was lacking, and he put on some serious solid muscle mass, and he never uh, lost a step on how he moves. Any honorable mentions you like a lot? I'm and you know I've heard people say this and if motherfuckers get mad at me but it is what it is. Chip Day, if he would just fucking do what was right, Chip Day would be out of here. Out of here. Speaking of which, let's talk about women. Okay. Uh, who's your who's your number one woman? Who's your next up? I don't have a number one, but just like in no particular order, off the top of my dome, my number one would be, I think, really next up, Danny Jordan. Really. Got in phenomenal shape. Her fucking work. Her work is fucking getting on point. And you know what I'm saying? She's taking the she's taking the necessary steps. She's being very selective on her bookings. You know what I'm saying? I think the the thing's gonna hurt her. And she's forced to scene. She's not really on the Georgia scene that much no more. That's what I'm saying. She's being selective about her bookings. No, and I and I get that, but I mean like like what I mean by that is like you can only go so far in the in the southeast see, with, as a here's girl. The, but here's the thing: where she's got the upper hand on all those people, she's a regular. After she got her fucking uh, injury shit straight, she's a, been a regular enhancement on fucking AEW. And each time she goes on AEW Dark, every time I've seen it, because I don't watch it a lot, because I really don't fuck with it. But every time I've seen her, and I've seen clips. She's fucking improved, hands down. And I ain't the one to hate, but like I said, I, I call it, you know me, I call it like I see it, an improvement. And if I see improvement, that's that's what I look at. And she wants it more than anybody. She wants it more than any chick right now. Okay. And only I, and only thing, only thing I think people waiting on is for her to get a little bit more seasoning under her belt. 
Uh, I think for me, girl wise, uh, I'm, I'm a huge fan of Marina Tucker. I, I think um, she has a look. She can talk. Uh, we, we've seen that working with her. But you and know what her I, thing is? You know what her thing is that that keep that keeps her off my list. What you got? She ain't, put, she ain't putting herself out there. She didn't cap. No. She didn't. She didn't capitalize on her appearances that she had on fucking that underground shit that then the little stints that she did in WWE and all that stuff on how how you true, found it. True, 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 she, she true. She didn't capitalize on it. If she would have capitalized and kept her shit going and used that shit to her advantage, she'd be fucking she'd have been signed by now. And 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 that's possibly true. And I, I do think that sometimes kids get the idea of like, oh, we're we're so close to WWE that they don't pursue other things. That is definitely a major that's a major issue because I've said this to you outside of this podcast. I'll say it right now for the last like 20 years, it's been marketed. The only place to really make a living in this industry is by working for them. Now there is more places now, but if you look at it, there's at least seven places now that give contracts that give Mm -hmm. some kind of like financial, like maybe it's not, you know, you're not making 50, 75, a hundred a year, but you know, is it really that bad to say, Hey, ring of honor, send me 500 a week. Nah, it ain't that bad. Stable job. It's a, it's the same. Right. Place that's what I'm saying. It's a, it's a stable job. You can still, you know, pick up things outside. Same with impact. Like you know, again, maybe the money's not great, but it's a lot better than what you could be doing working at a fucking restaurant or working, you know, working and, a fucking nine to five. But see, here's the thing: you could take your MLW, you could take your Impact, and you could take that. The the, the 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 TV time and the exposure yeah. the exposure yeah. that it gets and you can flip that into more money on the indies but you got to be selective on what you do and where you go it, it goes back to what you said earlier treat it like a business and that's that's one of the things that like we really really got into it like in the last like two years like guys just not treating this like a business and it's like they're they're more worried about oh did so and so like my tweet than did I sell ten tickets to this event? And see, oh. it's, and that's the, the the culture that they're in because it's a bad culture, bro. It's a very like, and, I, and again, I don't want, I, and I'm speaking from my opinion. This is not yours, but that's one of the things that I've noticed about wrestling in the last like fifteen years is it's not a team sport. It's literally like. I'm going to get myself over. I'm going to get myself signed. I'm going to get myself as there's, there's no idea of like, but am I making wrestling better? Here's the thing about it though. If you're a singles wrestler, and this is, this is going to be some real shit. I'm saying no. And listen, if you're a singles wrestler, yeah, it's about you because you want to be the focal point of the show. But these motherfuckers don't even know how to fucking be, have an ego and be the best wrestler on the fucking card and push yourself and act like the best wrestler on the card because they don't want to offend. They don't want to fucking step over well, their fucking friend. They okay, don't want to you, demand. You they don't that, but then they don't want opposite. No, no, yes. no, because guess what? You don't work for the, be the face of the company. Now you work to be these guys work now to be loved by Twitter and they work to be booked on 39 shows on WrestleMania weekend. That's what they work for. Now the ego is having how many, how many times like, okay, for instance, for instance, there's two, there's two types of wrestlers. Now 
the motherfuckers that have 82 bookings at WrestleMania weekend and the people that tweet, yeah, I'm not the cool dude, but I'll be there at WrestleMania weekend. I don't have 49 bookings. I've seen so many tweets. I don't have the 82 bookings this weekend, but I'll be there just to let you know that I'll be there in case. So you're saying there's a chance type shit. That's the two types of wrestlers right now. They grind all fucking year to get the 89 bookings at WrestleMania. Some people say that's a business strategy. I don't see it like that. I I see it as I see it as you're going and y'all are fighting over the fucking limited funds that are there. And you're doing the same shit. And instead of being there and making moments and making moments for yourself in front of new eyes, you're just doing the same old shit. You're doing the same old shit for at at AEW fan thirty two. Well, and 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 that was my bigger thing is like again, it's it's a very it's a very uh, not a politics. It's a very libertarian view of like, well, look what I'm doing. Look, but but you're not bringing new eyes. Like I think the it, the point here, of I'll wrestling. Sum, I'll sum it. I'll sum it up for you real product. quick. I'll sum it up for you real quick. People ain't wrestling for the fans. The wrestling for the boys, right? They're wrestling so, so, fucking, whoever's hot that Twitter backs this time will put them over, so a promoter will see it and they get booked off the strength of that, or you know, hey, I know this guy. How many people think that because they were trained by wrestler A that wrestles for the WWE or used to wrestle for the WWE? that they're automatically head and shoulders above everybody else. And they get booked because of that. How many people suck in the ring, but are over because they went and had a beer or ate or fucking talk to somebody on fucking Twitter. Well, I've, I've said this too. Like you look at the guys that just got fired a year ago, like he Slater, the EC threes, the gals and Anderson, the Mike Bennett's, is there anybody that WWE has signed this past year in 2020 that are better in ring than anybody they released for that same year? Say like, the seriously. Again. Say the question again. Okay, so like Rusev, Luke, Luke Gallows, Carl Anderson, like all the guys that got fired a year ago, back when COVID first hit. Is there anybody today on the indies that are better than the group that got fired a year ago? Nope, because nobody strives to be. Because everybody's a copycat of everybody else, there's no originality and nobody sticks out. Because I, I think you and I are both in agreement that right now, okay, Mike Bennett and Chris Hero are probably pound for pound to the best workers in the industry right now, correct? Correct. We would both say they're in our top 15 right now. Yeah. They both got released a year ago. Yeah. There's nobody on the indies right now or nobody that just got signed to WWE in the last year that are as good as those guys. Mm -mm. So if we run a show and we book a Mike Bennett or a Chris Hero or an ACH, I'll throw ACH's name out there because I still think pound for pound, this guy's a top 20 worker. Nobody that you bring in is going to draw more than those three. Right. Or get more credibility than those three. But in their mind, they think they are better than those three. But they won't say it out loud. 
They'll want to work those guys. And that, that I think is the missing point is, is like, I think you should have an ego. I think you should have a chip on your shoulder. I think you should say, watch me wrestle, watch me wrestle. But they and can't you don't back see it up. up with that. Cause they can't back it up. Then get you'd out. Ra- you'd rather go fucking hit a fucking dance spot, shake your nuts, do some weird shit. Then actual wrestle connect. You know, you connect with the fans here with the connect fucking with the fans. Crazy. You connect with the fans, sure, on that crazy shit, but that's not a good connection. That's not a good, you know, in, in the business sense, I, I don't know. Maybe it moves T-shirts. But uh-huh. if you're moving your T-shirts, how close is that to getting you to your ultimate goal? I mean, true, you're making money, but if you say that you want to be in the WWE you want to be at AEW? Shouldn't your wrestling reflect that? Well, okay, perfect example. I'm just going to say this. We're in Georgia. We we have a, a closer view of the Georgia wrestling scene than anybody. In your opinion, who's the most over guy in Georgia wrestling right now? AC Mack. I'm going to disagree with you and say Gary Lamb. Oh, yeah, okay. Gary Lamb draws 400 people every fucking month. Nobody else in his show draws 400 people a month. Nobody. It's Gary Lamb. Maybe they're his churchgoers. Maybe they're his friends in his community. But at the end of the day, you can take AC Mack off his card. You can take Chip Day, Kyle Matthews, David Ali, Gunner. You take all of his roster. He can literally start a new roster tomorrow, and he's still going to draw the same 300, 400 people. Because they're there to see what Gary Lamb's going to do with his wrestling show. Yeah, you know what makes it that you know what makes him the musty guy. He's good at what he does. He's outspoken, right? And he's not scared to fucking ruffle feathers. Like, and this is he's, not me putting over Gary Lamb. Gary no, Lamb right now gotta, is the most you, over guy in the Georgia gotta, wrestling scene. You got to give him his flowers. Yeah, Tony Khan is the most over guy in pro wrestling today. Because he's a nice guy. He's a billionaire that's backing a wrestling company. And we know that wrestling fans will always support someone they think can beat Vince McMahon. But he is their friend, too. Right. Because they identify with him. They they've were nerds that had tapes. They were on a, the message boards. They had a got a billionaire. Of their favorite matches. They've got a billionaire friend now that thinks the same way they think. And that's what makes the fucking shit dangerous. But see, the thing about it is... If you're that, you can't see in the wrestling thing and see he exemplifies that fucking safe space wrestling where you can't talk shit, even though we can talk shit. We can talk shit on this side, but you can't retaliate with your retort and you can't talk shit back because if you hurt my feelings, even though I hurt your feelings, you know what I'm saying? It's not right. I'm I'm entitled to my opinion, but we are not going to sit here and listen to you defend yourself or you say anything because we have cast the vote on you. You're a piece of shit. No matter. That's how, that's how it works. Yeah, no. And, and, and you're, you're right. And, 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 and uh, that's just where we've got as, as a society, like, you know, it's just, it's where we're at. They're but trying to cancel note, Pepe Le Pew, man. Oh, nigga, he's canceled. He's gone. He's gone. They already got him up out of there. It was a shitty cartoon in the first place, but boy, were they... 
going hard on that this week. Yeah, he's gone. But on that yeah. note, man, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to shut this shit down. Grab City fucking, we in the building. It's the new vibe. It's the new shit for Pro Wrestling Podcast. We talk a lot of shit. We can back up our shit. And if you don't like our shit, I want you to try something. Don't fucking listen to it. Don't come to me with, you don't like what I said. Unless you're going to listen every week, and then I might entertain what you say with a fuck you or stay in your fucking <laughs> lane. But with that, this is Grab City, and I'm going to hit you with a little bit of that old school out the door because that's the kind of dude I am. But Josh Wheeler, this is your boy, Blacklist Uno. We about this bitch. Old school. Come out to play. Oh. This shit right here is grimy. You can see so you can see Vince McMahon walking to this. People should make Vince McMahon memes of him walking down the fucking Titantron to this shit. And he looks at John Cena and he goes, What up, my nigga? Uh, uh, WB might pull your video for fair use. Nope. They ain't Tony Khan. Vince McMahon's gonna be like, that shit is dope. <laughs> That shit is dope, son. Is that what they say? That video's on fleek. That video is the bomb, kid. What did John Cena used to say? That's my shit. Thug a fucking nomics in this motherfucker. Peace out, You just said on fleek is Vince McMahon. I'll tell you later. (laughs) On fleek. Grab City in the building. Follow us again at Grab City underscore TV.